Hey guys, let's kick this episode on and off. It's a double header tonight. Let's get going. Oh, and we got a ton. And we're going to start on the bottom. And I'm going to make it up through the top. And now, we're going to look at Watts Reddick take the high line at Darlington, the next-gen and car tire test. Not in my house. No, no, no. <laughs> Jimmy, how happy are folks who save hundreds of dollars switching to Geico? Happier than Dikembe Mutombo blocking a shot. Get happy. Get Geico. Okay, so we're done, and with that, so, and now, it's time to look at NASCAR Chasm's best beer paint schemes of all time. Kevin Harvick, Harvick's Bush car from like 2017 or something, something. And the vibrant blue colors and mountainscapes on Kevin Harvick's present-day Bush co- Bush beer scheme to make us want to crack, crack open a cold one. There are seven other Bush beer one schemes that are also quality, almost as many as Harvick has nicknames. But whether it's Bush or Bush light on the car, the schemes are pristine, pres- making you want to put your, your finest flannel shirt, crack open a can, and start under campfire. Brad Kozlowski's 2019 Miller Lite car. Here's Brad and Kozlowski's Circa 2019. Clean and simple. Involves the look, look of the classic Miller Lite can. Have someone who just cracked open one? And it works subliminally also. Mark Martin Stroh's light. 
Mark Martin won on his first NASCAR Cup Series race back in 1989. Balloting this Stroh's light beauty. You got Rockingham. This is back when you can maybe put some Mark Martin on having the occasional brew. Instead of now when his diet consists of power bars, protein shakes, and Gucci Mane albums. Sterling Marlin's early 2000 scores light car. Sterling Silva. If you don't like of Sterling Marlin's early 2000s cores light silver or bullet scheme, that's okay. Nobody's perfect. But if this scheme wasn't so stunning, then why would the driver himself get out of the car to the red flag to appreciate it? Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s or his 1999 Budweiser car. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a paint scheme at the So that's why I'm picking his 1999 Budweiser scheme with the black greenhouse. His cup debut car. Why? Because he used this exact scheme in his final race as a full-time cup driver in 2017. It's an incredibly iconic scheme that I'd include anywhere here where I... Not Belantinly seeking his approval. Rusty Wallace, Rusty Wallace's 1997 Miller Lite car. Well, hello, Blue Deuce. This 1997 Miller Lite Rusty Wallace. This piece is as synonymous with Rusty Wallace. Willis has our wins, championships, and eight-hour Hall of Fame induction speeches. There's the white hood and deep blue. Who's chef's kiss? Bill Elliott's Coors Light 1980s. Bill Elliott's mid-1980s. His Coors paint scheme is, is so, so choice. It just looks fast. Maybe it's the angled Coors logo under the CPO. Or maybe it's that thing he did to qualifying lap of six. 600 miles an hour, exaggerating. It's actually 212 miles an hour. At Talladega in, in the 87. Mark Navarro, or plus minus 387 miles an hour. All right, we're going to stop there. And now... And now, here's your poll winner for the Martinsville Hill Race Under the Lights on Saturday night.
And now stacking pennies. Ricky Rudd regrets not fighting Harvick at Richmond in Indian 03. But I've always wanted... But I've always wanted to What are these? Coca-Cola flavors. Big three. But I've always... get my temper going he said you drive better when you got the temper going you get up on the wheel better so he said you're just like a little bantam rooster he said yeah you're not a big guy but you get y'all fired up i'll get you hot get fired up then then you really go out there and fight these guys and uh so he used to always work try to get me try to get my get me to lose my temper he thought i drove better i don't know and and you, you mentioned fight that's when ricky rudd went to the top of my book when you shipped kevin harvick to richmond and he tries to he got up in there with that yap yap mouth, trying to <laughs> trying to do something, and you were having none of it. Now, granted, it was spread up. We've had a couple weeks ago. We talked about the fighting and the, the crew the crews getting in there and breaking it up. Were Were you about to go throw some hands at Kevin Harvick or what? Well, uh, you know, I don't know. I you know, when you hit that trigger, everybody's got a trigger, and that trigger had been hit. The only thing that kept me in the car that day, kept me in the car that day was uh, was Pat Trice, and he was standing at the door. You know, right? Wouldn't let he's a big guy himself. Wouldn't let me get out. Uh, probably, probably a good thing. You know, he kept me pinned up in there. But uh, you know, I was. Uh, it it could have gotten ugly, and the probably best thing that happened is that, that he did keep me pinned up in the car. I don't know what would have happened, but it would have been. It probably wouldn't have been pretty. Been two guys wrestling around on the ground somewhere, probably. But uh, on live know, television. Yeah, it probably made for good television. Of course, yeah. uh, I had more of my fair shares of, of fines uh, that came. I remember getting fines back in the day uh, running North Wilkesboro, and that was before they had email or uh, computer stuff. I'd, <clears throat> I'd get an get a, uh, email. I mean, I'd get a, a fax at that time, $10,000 contract detrimental to the sport of auto racing, you know, signed by Bill France. And I had more than a few of those. Uh, and a lot, of them, a lot of them I didn't feel like I rightfully deserved, and a couple of them I probably did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I appreciate the time, but before you go, Every guest we have on here, we do a little game of would you rather. So, A or B answers. First question, would you rather fight one Kevin Harvick-sized rooster or 100 rooster-sized Kevin Harvicks? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'd fight him just the size he is now. I was going to one of the biggest regrets I got. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. He, you know I, he, he's a great driver. Let me just leave it at that. <laughs> Uh, lo- love it, love it. All right. So, if you had to pick one race to come back to, if you had, it, would you rather come back to a Bristol asphalt track, Bristol concrete track, or Bristol dirt track? Which one you pick? You know, I never did it. To find out what happens next, log on to nascar.com slash podcast to listen to the full episode.
Okay, guys. Shout out to Maddie's friends, Amani and Reese, and herself, Maddie. Any shout out? They wanted a shout out, so I gave them one. And anyway, I'm going to end this episode early. See you actually in a couple minutes for the next episode.